Welcome to Couch Talk. Today, we're meeting a sparkling woman who works her magic by capturing the beauty behind people's most special moments. My name is Monique Simone. I'm a photographer, and I'm passionate about food, fashion, and fun. Monique, I have to tell you the first time I met you, you don't know this, uh, we were at a party and everyone was dancing, it was a lot of fun, and everyone kept going to this one person and I couldn't see who it was, all I saw was like a lot of hair. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of hair and people kept going to, to where the hair was and I would hear people laughing and dancing and all that and as I got closer, I noticed that it was you and I thought like, who's this girl, you know, people seem to know her. And then a few minutes later, I saw you with a camera and I was so surprised that you were a photographer because you seem like such a person that belongs in front of the camera. <laughs> well, <laughs> I definitely am more comfortable behind it, but thank okay. you very much. <laughs> were you always a photographer? Have you had uh, other jobs that were maybe more, uh, more customer friendly, like in front of the customer, dealing with clients face to face and not behind the camera? Well, to be honest, um, I've been very, 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 very fortunate. Um, photography has been the only thing I've ever done really? um, for the past, well, I can say my, my real start was uh, when I was 15, so that's 20 years ago. Wow. Um, but as a career and as a profession, um, when I was 22, I graduated from a program in Toronto, uh, Humber York University, and I've never looked back. Okay. So I've been able to make my living and follow my dreams and passion um, for the past, I guess, I'm like doing the numbers in my head. I'm like, <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> for, for, for a while. So right. it's really been the only thing I've ever done. Okay, that's amazing. I find that that's rare, actually. Like, usually people take a long time and they have a lot of, you know, trial and error before they really figure out what they love, you know, what their passion is. So I, I went to, um, when I was younger, I was uh, fortunate to be part of a, an arts program. It's Unionville School of the Arts. Mm -hmm. And um, the focus in that school, I think in Montreal, they kind of have a school like that called Faces, okay. um, where it, the program, uh, you can specialize in fine arts, dance, um, theater, uh, or music. Okay. And so um, your curriculum is tailored or um, really focused heavily on your particular genre. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was the fine arts. And um, I really just took a liking to, to photography. And that led to, after graduation, me um, as an artist doing my first solo show. Okay. Um, and it was after that exhibit that I started getting private commissions. I never in my life thought that I would be able to make a, a living from my passion, from my love of photography. But I started getting private commissions um, for portraits. At and a pretty doing, early age. I was, wow. I was 19. That's amazing. Um, and then I realized, wow, maybe I should have a stronger hold on um, the, in terms of the skills. Okay. And I went to a uh, two-year program, and I've never looked back from then. So it's been really awesome. I have had a lot of support. In the artistic world, whether it's painters, um, singers, photographers, musicians, it's very difficult for people to make a living out of it. So you must 
feel super blessed that it's enough, you know, to just follow your dreams. Honestly, I, I actually, every, I try to make it a habit of every morning um, having the practice of literally being grateful, mm -hmm. saying how grateful I am that this is what I get to do um, for a living, and that I can support myself, I can support my son um, by doing something that I just really love so much. And on top of it, I, over the years, though, I've had to wear many different hats. Okay. So it's not just the role of an artist. Like, part of my life is a businesswoman. Right. So you have to take off the artist hat and get down to business. business. Market yourself and it's yeah. it's it's marketing. You've got to do the books. Um, it's networking. It's um, it's a lot of different things combined into one. But it suits it suits my personality. Right. And so I think that's you know when push comes to shove, um, you do sometimes have to get a little bit creative. <laughs> um, that's where I shine. <laughs> that's amazing. So you know you speak about the different hats. What can you tell me a little bit more about the road that you've taken until now and where you are today and the different hats you've had to wear? Um, well, I first started as a commercial photographer, so uh, it's kind of like a. Uh, selling out on my uh, artistic pursuits. You're a sellout. <laughs> um, on, on just as a fine artist um, <laughs> and shooting, you know, landscapes and architecture and doing travel photography and exhibiting, um, I decided. Well, I do. I'm am interested in making a living right. um, with photography. So I um, I'm originally from Toronto, okay. and I was a commercial photographer. So that's doing um, a lot of corporate. Um, photography and then what happened was I found I was just really caught up in that scene and that meant you know long days early mornings um, being out of town on weekends but as a young person I felt that I really didn't have a, a life right and my friends were off doing all kinds of things and there I was working so it seemed glamorous um, but it wasn't necessarily all that I wanted for myself mm -hmm. and everybody asked me why on earth are you in Montreal? <laughs> well, that's going to be my next question. <laughs> and that's what led me to coming here to Montreal, making a career um, adjustment okay. um, to work less and live more. Okay. And I found I could afford that. In Montreal. In Montreal. Okay. And this is how and why I'm here. So in being in Montreal, has, can we say, is it fair to say, like it improved your quality of life? since the move? I would definitely say that I found that I was able to afford to live more okay. and work less. Okay. Um, it's a smaller community here, and um, the joie de vivre that people talk about is it's real. Right. It's real if you make it part of your life, mm -hmm. and that's definitely something that I've made of mine. So I love to be out. Um, one of my real passions of my life, other than photography, is food. <laughs> I love to eat. Um, I photograph food as well, but I, I really love to eat, and I love being um, surprised with the scene that's here in Montreal. So eating and dancing and just being out in a scene, right. it's, it's uh, definitely part of my personality and something that stirs my heart. Right. So. Uh, Montreal is definitely fun that way, because I've lived in New York before, and I find that here you find a really nice balance of a touch of American and a touch of European in one place. You know, it has a good balance for that, and it's very multicultural that way. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm having a blast. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. But what about the uh, photography industry itself compared to Toronto and here? Uh, well, 
compared to a lot of other cities, um, right now I would I'm a wedding. I do shoot uh, weddings. Okay. Um, and as a wedding photographer, uh, Montreal isn't necessarily what someone in the industry would call an I ideal market. Okay. Um, the less people get married here in Montreal, statistically across the country. A lot of common law. Uh, there's a lot of common law relationships here in Montreal, so there's not necessarily a push to get uh, married, mm -hmm. um, although in various communities there is, um, and that has to do with tradition. Right. Um, they don't necessarily spend as much um, on their weddings, but it <laughs> really in yes. To be Are honest, we cheaper with weddings here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna lie to anybody. Montrealers are cheap. Funny. Her. <laughs> Uh, when it comes to spending on weddings, but it's where it could be a good thing though It could be because the focus is about love and not so much about finances Well, <laughs> not so much about uh, and and for me. That's what it's come down to. It's not necessarily how big the bouquet is uh, the centerpieces um, Well, I do care about the food. I'm not gonna lie <laughs> um, But really I have targeted my clients uh, at this point in my career to be people who I connect with on a uh, on a soulful level, mm -hmm. so that really I find that my, my heart is filled mm -hmm. by being a part of these people's lives. Mm -hmm. I give up my part of my life to spend this time with them. Right. And it's not just on the day. special moments. Yep, mm -hmm. and, it, and it becomes a, a relationship, and I think that that's why I'm still, I'm still doing this mm -hmm. so many years later, um, and why I'm, I, I'm just overjoyed with right. what it is that I do, but it's because I, I find these particular people, these beautiful people, to be a part of their, their day, and it makes my life actually a better life to be in. Right. So I'm 1,000% blessed, and I love, I will always shoot weddings as long as I'm able. It's hard work. Um, it's a stressful day. It's a big job. Mm -hmm. But I, as long as I'm standing and I can be a part of this, yeah. for sure, I will always have one foot in the wedding industry. Mm -hmm. No, I love it. I can see how like passionate you you are about it. Like, uh, I I, just, I really love it. It's beautiful, and that was one of the reasons that I wanted to have you on on the couch so much is because. You know, when I was cyber stalking you, <laughs> <laughs> I saw a lot of feedbacks from clients, you know, thanking you and for for capturing those special moments and and they really seem to to grow attached to you. Um, and I don't know if it's just because you're there or because of how you make them feel, but you could see that there is a connection. And you know, it seems like people go back to you. <laughs> you know, you marry them. Well, you marry them. You you take pictures of the wedding and then there's pictures of bridal parties and then there's pictures of the first baby and the second baby and you're like you're there for every step of the way it's pretty amazing i've i i think i have um i choose my clients very i'm at a point now where sometimes i, I actually will say no okay um uh, it's not just about um it's not just about the money uh at this point it really is about my heart Mm -hmm. And I end up with these beautiful people that become a part of my life. So you can't have everybody be a part of your life, but mm -hmm. these particular clients and uh, it ends up being a story. And right. I'm interested in their love story and that's what captures me, captures my interest, is their particular love story. I follow them through their engagement, then the wedding, and 
we, we end up staying, with social media nowadays, we end up staying in touch. Right. They follow me on my blog, or on Instagram, or via my Facebook, because we're often friends on Facebook. Um, and then, you know, they're, they're pregnant. <laughs> and it's beautiful that I've, I have a small part of my business that actually, I shoot newborns. Uh-huh. That must be so, adorable. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a beautiful thing to get to do. Um, and so then I end up shooting their newborns, and then they have, you know, one and maybe two. And so there's actually a couple of my families that I've been a part of their story for the past 10 years. Wow. Um, and it's just been, it's very beautiful mm -hmm. that I've been able to be a part of not only literally being in their life, mm -hmm. but having these images that show the story of their life it. and that have documented their, their love story. So mm -hmm. it's, um, it's awesome. It's I love it. I feel like I should, like, I don't know, I feel like it's an emotional thing. Well, it, 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 <laughs> it, it is. not to tear up. It's it, it is for me. And often on their wedding day, of course I'm crying. By the, you know, I get booked a year in advance. I would be a terrible photographer. I'd be sobbing <laughs> and <laughs> the camera would be shaking. No, there have been weddings where literally, like, of course, there's not a dry eye in the entire room. Right. And I'm, I'm kind of going for that. I'm going right, for the goosebumps. <laughs> so usually when I meet with my couples and we talk, the first thing is, well, how did this happen? Right. And they go through their love story. If I don't have goosebumps, that's usually a sign. Right. So usually when I'm just like, hey, wow, there is a connection. Right. And it's kind of like when, the, when a bride tries on her dress. Mm. They'll leave and they're just like, well, I knew when we met you. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, that this is what they wanted to do. So it's a very connected thing. Mm. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm a part of a very intense emotional experience. That's amazing. So how, how would you guide someone who's trying to get into the industry and looking to follow this, this kind of passion? So right now, for sure, the industry, I'm not going to lie, it is very saturated. Mm -hmm. um, there are a lot of absolutely fabulous, especially here in Montreal, my colleagues are amazing. Mm -hmm. Everybody has had to up their game, and the work that's being produced um, in the wedding industry is at a level that I think it's, it's never been at before. Okay. Just absolutely fabulous. Um, so what would set somebody apart, it's going to be them. Mm -hmm. So it's not necessarily it's not necessarily that my work is oh so fabulous I'm just oh this is just oh I can't even handle this no <laughs> it's me I'm selling myself it's your charm it's, it's your sparkle it's it's my sparkle <laughs> it's my magic it's whatever it is but I'm actually selling me okay. so somebody said well why is why does this cost this or the cost that I'm like because I said so <laughs> because I'm literally selling my soul <laughs> and I'm, I'm giving and I do I give my hundred and ten percent on that day and I, I do what I can so it's it's a very um, it's I'm an artist right so it's not a factory if you want that, go somewhere else. Like, you're actually becoming a part of my life. Right. When we sign on the dotted line to contractually be in this arrangement. Mm -hmm. So the advice would really be, be unique. Be yourself. Really be yourself. Mm -hmm. um, when you're working, when you're starting, and when you're working with clients, do you, you know, sometimes at that point, they, they say yes to everybody and anything, but try to hone in on what particular kind of wedding you want to be at, right. who you want to work at, right. work with. So in a way, it's about branding. Know what your brand is. Know what your brand is, absolutely, okay. absolutely. Know what it is that you want to, to give. For me, I love, okay, I love food, I love fashion, and I love fun. 
-hmm. So my brides are usually fashionistas who are foodies mm -hmm. who love to have a good time. Right. And so we are having a pictures. blast. Right. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Well, on that note, I hope people do get that, that advice and they don't let go and they keep pushing for it and keep true to themselves and their uniqueness. And uh, it's always fun talking to you. So <laughs> thank you so much for being on the couch today with me. Thank you very much for having me. I, I once again, I feel blessed to be able to do this and to share whatever it is that I have with other people. It was a pleasure. And thank you to you guys for joining us for another episode of Couch Talk. Wish to see you, wish to see you, may all the colors. <laughs>